This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. I have to say what I feel. Stop the music! <laughs> Sorry, guys, we're uh, interrupting our own podcast here because uh, if you are in the Los Angeles area, tonight, tonight. is the second Out on the Lanai live show that's going to be going on back by popular demand. Holy shit. <laughs> back by popular. I love popular demand. It's so fun words. Um, <laughs> yes, you can come tonight at the Nerd Melt Showroom. Uh, it's at Meltdown Comics, and it's at 9 p.m., and if you have friends in the Los Angeles area and you are not here, you should tell your friends to come because it's going to be so much fun. We have Elliot Glazer, who's yes. from Broad City. And, and has a, a B. Arthur tattoo. Amazing man, yep. also one of our BFFs. Um, a Johnny McGovern, who's the gay pimp and sings about the Golden Girls, who's just the best in a past guest also on the podcast. Yep. And Lenora Claire, who was also a past guest on the podcast, had beautiful red hair, and she's bringing Golden Girls memorabilia. From the actual set of the Golden Girls. Yeah. So and we'll have cheesecake and all kinds of it's fun. It's going to be such a fun party. So if you're in the Los Angeles area tonight, 9 p.m., Nerd Melt, uh, $10, I think tickets are at the door. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah. It's going to be so it's much be fun, great. guys, and we would love to see you there. On with the show. Uh, let's let's do the Miami, Miami, you got, you got style, blue skies. Picture it, Los Angeles, 2015. Welcome to Out on the Lanai, the only Golden Girls podcast you will ever need to listen to. I'm H. Allen Scott. I was about to take a drink of water, and I was going <laughs> to take a break, because I just ate a cookie, because commenters don't like me eating on air. <laughs> and I'm Carrie Doherty. Mm-hmm. And this is a podcast where we invite a friend over to watch an episode of The Golden Girls, and then we talk about it. And we just watched season two, episode 16, and then there was one, which aired on January 31st. It sounds like a song. And like, then there was one, and then there was one. <laughs> well, it's because it sounds like, and then there's Maud. You know what I mean? That's what it sounds oh, like. Oh, that's and then there's interesting. Maud. I didn't get that yeah. connection. That would have been a funny, weird title. If the baby had been named Maud. Oh, yeah. And then there's Maud. Yeah. Uh, guys, it's the episode where somebody accidentally leaves a baby. Baby with the girls, and they think they might have to adopt it. Um, we this week on Golden. <laughs> this week on Golden Girls, a very serious episode um, about abandonment uh, on a very special Golden Girls. <laughs> um, we have a very special guest who I hope you, I don't embarrass you when I say this, but you have both a very I love you have a wonderful speaking voice. Okay, and yeah, also do. I really enjoy your hair hey, and your facial thanks. hair. Um, the lovely voice you guys are hearing is Mr. Mike Felzone. Thank you very much. Comedian, I'm Mike Felzone. YouTuber, <laughs> author, musician. Like, you're, you're so many things. Yeah. You're, you're a modern-day Julius Caesar. <laughs> yeah, that's how I introduce you know? myself to people. Yeah, you should. Yeah. You should go up to ladies and be like, I'm basically Julius Hey, Caesar. do you know how much stuff I claim to do? I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I went on a date with a dude this past week who was like, yeah, I'm an actor. I'm a, I hope he's listening. I'm an actor, I'm a writer, I'm a blah, blah, blah. And I was yeah. like, you're just like everyone in Hollywood. Dude, at some point, yeah. like, it's all true, but at some yeah. point you just think people are full of shit. Like, well, when I they think, get to, like, the fifth I thing. I think it's because yeah. we're afraid to call ourselves artists. Yeah. Because an artist would encompass many different aspects yeah. of, that, of that ability. You're 100% right. It but just we're sounds afraid to it say sounds, artist. It yeah. sounds super douchey if you're I'm just not. 
not. I was. I, I am an artist. I will call myself that, and I will let that be. I say body of work for my YouTube mm. stuff because I've been on since fucking mm-hmm. ten. What is it? Ten years? Nine years? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So you've been in since like the inception. Yeah. And I say body of work, but sometimes it's just like it's obviously nothing. It's just <laughs> <a YouTube> <laughs> <video>. <laughs> but hey, you're making a living. And you're yeah. Doing your life. Hell yeah. Yeah. So. so and then somebody left me at your apartment. And now we watch the show about abandonment, and all my questions were answered. Oh! oh. <laughs> my dad just loved me. <laughs> Your dad sucks. <laughs> Specifically, he'll be back probably. We had you on for this. Well, we have cookies that we won't eat on air. <laughs> yes. Perfect. Whatever. We'll try not to eat on air. So, Mike, what is your um, what's your sort of connection with the Golden Girls? Uh, I used to watch it all the time as a small child. Um, I don't remember, I want to say it was on like Nickelodeon or something like that, or maybe not. It was just, I feel like I would come home, something like that, but I feel like I would come home and it would be like, you know, safe by the bell and, um, uh, I don't like who's the boss. Yeah. I feel like it was always grouped in with, with these things. So I would always watch it. But it would just kind of be one of those things that was always on mm-hmm. a channel mm-hmm. yep. at any given point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was always on. It's true, because it was on Lifetime. It was on a... It, it, syndication rights were sort of in many different channels, on many different channels. So, mm-hmm. yeah, but Lifetime, I think, was like... Maybe you just don't admit that you were watching Lifetime. No, it sounds like the place where that would live. If they had Who's the Boss on, because I feel like, yeah. I, Lifetime is a Who's the Boss channel as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it might have Not been Not so Lifetime. much anymore. Now Lifetime doesn't have Golden Girls. Now they have other things. And Hallmark and Logo and mm-hmm. TV yeah. Land. And, yeah. it's, all, it's all so corporate. It is very corporate now. When was the last year that this show was on air? 92. 92? 92? Mm-hmm. Okay, so they were still making new shows when we were like actively... Yeah, watching TV. I'm 30, so I was like looking forward to TV shows in 1992. Yeah, yeah, very. Yeah, yeah, could have been new episodes. Um, So, the episode opens with Sophia eating what she claims to be linguine and clam sauce. It just looks like it's just a marinara sauce because you could have a, a red. You could have a white wine clam sauce or a red wine clam sauce, but it still is going to look like a red wine sauce. This straight up just looks like marinara. And for the audience to think that Sophia doesn't, like, can't properly identify, <laughs> like, she is, I mean, she's she's from Sicily. She's a cook. She's a, sh- yeah. you know, for her not to, I was just like, come on, guys, that's lazy writing. Well, if Mike it was, had a really good observation yeah, of this between scene. that and the lack of, um... I would call it the correct form. Yeah. Spaghetti twirling. Yeah. There was a complete... She was just, like, shoveling that yeah. shit in. Like, almost like a lack of interest. Yeah. Like, disrespecting the spaghetti a little bit. She should have had a spoon. Are you Italian? Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She should have had a spoon. You're yeah. right. You're right for that. Um, or at least tried. Yeah, wait. I mean, yeah, you can just swirl it and just... Like, yeah, but you're supposed to do it... Up. Yeah, but you're supposed to do it with a spoon. But she's very... I mean, she, in reality, she's an actor who's... Try, who doesn't want to actually eat a ton of spaghetti. Cold who's, spaghetti, who's, mostly. Yeah, who's kind of poking around it and taking little bites and being weird with it. Um, and she's, she's Jewish, so, you know, she's probably used to just the cutting and spooning. And sure. she, <laughs> she's, also, she's also eating this for breakfast, which all of the women comment on, but I... I now and then will sometimes eat weird things for breakfast. I've made an observation. You and I have had this conversation before because I we've talked about what you ate for breakfast, and I have noticed, and Mike, you might be able to back me up on this, sure. um, that women particularly will eat the strangest things for breakfast. Mm. The weirdest like, thing I've ever had for breakfast is shrimp cocktail. Yeah. <laughs> I have friends. I have my wonderful friend Lori, whom I love to death, but she will wake up in the morning and she'll be like, 
oh, Chinese food. And she'll just start eating Chinese oh, yeah. food. Wow. And it's like, to me, and I think most men, like, maybe cold pizza in the morning. I would do that. That maybe. seems like a likely thing that I would do. But... Outside, I'm not going to eat Chinese food for breakfast. No. Yeah. Not on purpose. <laughs> not on purpose. Yeah, unless I was like, I had nothing to eat except for this box of Chinese food. Right. Like, but, but men, Chinese. men are like, you get, you get, you get cereal, you get like eggs maybe, bacon, like something, like pancakes. Like it, it doesn't necessarily have to be sweet or savory, but it's like, there are set breakfast items and I just, women will stray away but, from that. But, can't you argue though, sometimes people will eat breakfast for dinner like they'll make pancakes for dinner that's different how because it's a it's a treat breakfast food is hands down everybody's favorite food it's always great i i will say um to get the backs just to take the other uh side of the argument there are people who hate breakfast yeah and i i've encountered these people in the morning i love breakfast so much yeah 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 because they just don't want to get up but do they hate breakfast food or is it just that they don't eat breakfast some people just hate eggs like, yeah. have this thing against eggs. Like, eggs made fun of them in high school or whatever. I've heard people talk really weirdly about They aren't eggs. allowed in this apartment. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> you this love is, eggs. This is I the egg eggs. bus. Yeah. Um, no, but, like, a lot of my friends just won't get up for breakfast. That's yeah. the thing. I have a lot of friends that don't eat breakfast, but yeah, they still love a waffle. Yeah. How that's, do you start your day? It's the only thing I want to eat. Is yeah. Breakfast. If Always. I could eat breakfast food, like, I before you came, I had a bowl of cereal. Yeah, I believe you. Like... It's my thing. And yet it's weird to have, you know, some warmed up lo mein when you first wake up Yes, in the it's very weird. Well, we shall agree to, to disagree. disagree. Um, <laughs> Unless it has clam sauce on it. Oh. Get it away from Different me. Yeah, story. put that in air quotes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, Sophia is carbo-loading for a charity walkathon. She's going to walk 10 miles. Really? Um, it was the, 10 miles? 10 miles. She's not going to walk 10 for that. She shuffles around the house. Miles. Yeah. She walks. She's like, what? I walk around the house. I don't hover or whatever. But <laughs> are any of the other women going to join her? No. No, no, no. No. Because they're sane. Yeah. I don't even want to walk 10 miles. It's for a good point. I walk three miles in this, the morning this in the park why, and I feel winded. This is why Sophia won, like, the good person award. Remember when yeah. all the ladies were fighting and then Sophia ended up winning it? This is why Sophia won the Good People Award. It's yeah. because she does shit like this. She's good people. She's above and yeah. So so the ladies decide that in order to help with this, do they even say what kind of charity walkathon it is? No. I don't think so. I don't think, so. I don't think they do. They're getting I'm really lazy. AIDS. <laughs> Probably. It was the 80s. 87? Yeah. Okay. We'll call AIDS. it the AIDS walkathon. Yeah. Um so what they decide to do is they're going to uh basically turn Blanche's house into uh, a babysitting. They're going to be the babysitter's club. Yeah, they're yeah. going to be Christy yeah. and like Claudia. And which is like, I used to work girls. for organizations that like threw events and there are like, you know, elderly women that will come to the event and like sit in a tent with the babies while yeah. the mm-hmm. parents are walking and it's a thing. Yeah. You know? They love it. They love babies. The older you are, the more you like babies. I'm, I'm, I've learned. I've, as I've gotten older, I've learned to love babies. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they'd be, you know, they've had kids, they have grandkids. They would be good at taking care of children. Of course. I was the one who asked you if they needed to be licensed. They don't need to be licensed. But no, I guess no. not. Um, so it's the day their of... Their age is their license. How did they get the word out so fast? Because instantly... Well, they probably told the team. organization. Yeah. They told the people doing the walk. Because it's a few because days. Yeah. 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 They're so well connected, these ladies. Oh, they're very well connected. Very much a part of the society. So, (laughs) so it's the day of the race, and Blanche is like moving all of the breakables onto high shelves. She's not Blanche, and we 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 mentioned this while we were watching the episode. Blanche is consistently the one who is painted as the bad mother of the group. She's she's the one that was the most distant from her children. Yes, but I. 
like Rose and Dorothy, they're like, what are you, what are you doing? Why are you so worried? But I, I would be moving my breakables too. Children break shit. Especially That's what kids, kids do. Yeah. You're a little like, I would like be moving Lance, my though. stuff too. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> in that, no, in that I, mean, I, in that I put all of my breakables away because I know saying, you're just gonna be I like. I could see you. I mean, I've never seen you around a small child, but I could, I could foresee you being a little high strung around a, a small child. What are your What's your relationship to kids? I mean, I have two nephews, and I love them, and I adore them. I know how to hold babies and stuff. I, I think I'm good around kids. But, 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 <laughs> I, just in the way you described it, you were like, I mean, I hold them and stuff. <laughs> no. But in reality, it's like, they're so cute, I hold them. I love, <laughs> I love I my nephews. I don't but I no, do it. I love my nephews, but it... If I were to behave that way, it wouldn't be because, oh, I'm scared they're going to break my stuff. I just don't want them to hurt themselves or eat a small piece of something. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Just like, see it's more out of fear. Than you know, if, if Blanche is, you that's, know, that's hiding her, <laughs> you know, you don't want a kid to bite something Whereas I'm just like, or, kids, they, 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 they're good-willed people. They, they've survived shit. <laughs> they're like, going to eat stuff. My family, my family literally just, like, lets breakable things happen. It's just, <laughs> kids are everywhere, and they eat things. And well, you kind of have to, there's a fine line between not wanting kids to hurt themselves yes. and knowing that they need to fuck themselves up yes. to, for them we to We definitely sure, over sure. sort of safety our houses for yeah, children. Yeah, yeah, Whereas, yeah. like, when we were kids, like... There was nothing covering my, the plugs in my No, house. I was just about to say that. Yeah, there was Whenever nothing. Whenever I was near those, my dad used to sneak up behind me and go, yeah. in my ear as loud as he possibly yes, could. Yes, yes. I would never touch those There was things. nothing, like, I don't know how we survived, but you know how we survived? Because kids are resilient. Yeah. They get electrocuted. So, for example, so Rose is, for the children, has made homemade potato head, Mr. Potato Heads. They are actual Adorable big potatoes. Ideas. That have raisin eyes, a carrot nose, and like little like cucumber or celery Adorable. mouths or whatever. Mm-hmm. Adorable, but uh, I don't see. This is why you're Blanche. <laughs> <laughs> I guess <laughs> it's great. No, but, but I mean the the kids are gonna squish them and it's gonna get all messy. It's fine. No, messy is great. So um, I'm trying to think of like when I went to my grandparents' house before there was the internet or before whatever yeah. like what I used to play with. And it was just like just finding stuff. Yeah, I think the potatoes would have been at least a good starting point. Yeah, either that or like find change and like pinochle cards. And shit. <laughs> I used sure. to glue change to paper. <laughs> I, used to, I used to glue change. What you guys do before the internet? I, glued, uh. I would take glue. <laughs> I would see. I would put it, and I would just let it like seal in the quarters and stuff. And yeah. I would give it to my grandma, and she'd be like, "Hey, that's great. That's great. <laughs> that you wasted seventy five yeah. cents." But my grandma papers. thought it was a Adorable. Oh, Whereas yeah, Blanche would be like, "What am I gonna use to wash the laundry now?" <laughs> yeah. She That's doesn't have a coin machine. You know she what I'm saying? Like, she would find a reason. To so, complain. Sophia is uh, comes out. We're gonna we'll show a picture of it. Sophia is. It's the day of the race. She comes out wearing a bright pink tracksuit. Yeah, with her number her on her number purse. On her purse and a head head wrap, pink head wrap, headband, headband, and yeah. then like khaki looking, like in shorts. Like Wait, tan no, shorts over she, her. She had like, yeah, she had short, short, like gray shorts, short shorts. over her pink sweatshorts. Sweat, or sweatpants. Yes. And she has like the slouchy socks and like the big white, like Reebok. Yeah, she was basically sneakers. like flash dance. Yeah. But like she for senior amazing. citizens. And she's, she's shuffling. Really clean. Yeah. It was Great adorable. Um, so she's going to walk 10 miles for charity. Um, 
And now the kids start to show up, and um, a, a man named Bob drops off his son, Norman. Now, Bob... Played by Ray Combs, mm-hmm. who was... Uh, he's, he did a, quite a few things, but he most famously was the host of Family Feud. Family Feud, Feud for a while. Um, and he killed himself. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, I should say, death by suicide. And he um, it was he hanged himself. Huh. Yeah. Real At down 40. to the episode. I know. Yeah, really... I mean, you know, he, he, lived, he had a hard life. Like, did he? He was depressed, yeah. Yeah, yeah he suffered from... I mean, I'm not asking, like, did, oh, like, did he? He had a pretty um, successful... I mean, because you're he, reading... He had a pretty thing. successful um, uh, career in that he was a very successful comedian. He was, like, you know, he, he would get standing ovations on the Tonight Show with Johnny Carson. Like, he was, like, like a do successful... Do you remember him hosting Family Feud? He was a successful guy. Um, on, on level of touchiness, yeah. as far as it pertains to hosts of the Family Feud, where did he fall? Because I know in the 70s... The no, he wasn't the second. Very touchy feeling. He was the. Oh, the, that was Richard Dawson. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He no, it wasn't that. He was late eighties. <laughs> okay. He was like late eighties Family Feud, like when the game More shows started off. making a comeback. You yeah, know? yeah. Yeah. And uh, and then he was like a fu- you know he was a he was a comedian host so he was very like Mark Summers on Double Dare where he, he looks is... like a host. Yeah. Like, class, like if you. Were well, he kind of looks like Pat Sajak. Yes, he does. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I, feel I mean, like most white people in the eighties look like Pat Sajak. <laughs> <laughs> he started in nineteen eighty eight. A lot of so models like <laughs> So a year after this episode aired is when he started on Family Feud, mm-hmm. and uh, and then he was replaced during the ninety four season, and then it was canceled in ninety five because you know ratings just went down. Is that Louis? That's and then yeah, Louis Anderson. Yeah, well, that was later on. Okay. Louis Anderson came in the late early aughts. Yeah. It was not. Oh, that was okay. a different, different version of Family Feud, um, and he, uh, he, and then he, he passed away shortly after that. Aww. Yeah, I know. Sad. Well, he brings his son. Bob brings his son Norman, who is little dick of a kid, a yeah. fucking asshole, nightmare, dick of a kid. The funny thing is, this child actor, he for being a dick of a kid. He's, this actor spent every single line of his, everything he's doing, every reaction shot, he's trying to do it without smiling. Yeah. <laughs> Which and I the feel kid, like... The kid had a very successful 80s career. Did he? Yeah, he was in some shit. Like, he was in, like, um, just a lot of horror films, Mama's Family. Okay. Like, was the Who's the Boss? Point? He was in three episodes of Who's the Boss? Wow. He did step the, the, the shitty kid, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the one Highway who, to Heaven? He did two episodes? <laughs> the one who goes, he just looks at Dorothy and he goes... It's the Bride of Frankenstein. Like he's like a little shticky, yeah. yeah, whatever. And then, and then Dorothy's like, "What do you want to do? Or what do you want to do, Norman?" And he's like, "I like army men." And Blanche is just like, "Oh, there was a colonel here last Saturday, but he's gone now." Yeah. <laughs> As if. See, you do such a good Blanche. Uh, so. Um, and then there's a there's a little girl there, Lisa. Well, we should say, so then, uh, so now some time has passed, mm. they're out on the lanai, um, Rose the is... The lanai. The lanai, yeah, that's, that's what they call it. Show block. You're like, oh, that's okay, now I get the name of your podcast. <laughs> um, Blanche, or I'm sorry, Rose is sitting around a table with kids who are all, like, building stuff out of, like, clay or Play-Doh or whatever, and there's a little girl, a blonde girl, whose back is turned to us, and mm-hmm. we only see her face for a second when the kids get up from the table, but it is actress Ariana Richardson. Uh, Richards. Thank you, Ariana Richards. <laughs> um, just seeing if you were paying attention. Um, who you guys know is uh, Lex from uh, Jurassic, Jurassic Park. Park. And the Lost World, yeah. She, uh, and who, Tremors. 
Tremors. Tremors. She was in Tremors. And you know what's funny yeah. is that the yeah. best scene in Jurassic Park is when she's tremoring when mm-hmm. she's got you know when, with, the, with the Jello with the Jello. <laughs> I actually hate. What happened to the goat? Park. Jurassic Park always pissed me off because it's like in the first one. I, I saw it like when it was re-released or whatever, and I was like, there are seven people working in a park with dinosaurs and half of the seven people that work in that park have like severe handicaps one walks with a cane one severely obese One Samuel L. Jackson doesn't have an arm. He does He's a yeah. smoker. He's a smoker. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, no. Oh, that's right. Them, that's later. Half of them just have problems. It's a really poorly managed Imagine park. how much faith they had in the fence system. The company they hired to do the fences. Well, this there was are my dinosaurs. <laughs> They're this, very tall. This was my biggest issue with the new Jurassic Park is that they didn't seem to learn anything from all the other movies. No. Um, no and they also made... They right. made this woman like the the powerful businesswoman's like she you know, every every female boss I've ever seen in my life has a pair of sneakers sitting in her office mm-hmm. so she can go to the gym mm-hmm. midday during work. But no, they make this bitch. They make her run away from dinosaurs in stilettos. Oh, I know, no. I know. It was yeah. it was ridiculous. You can't um, even kick off the heels. Wouldn't you do that? Yeah. Or just say, yeah, just smack him down, make him into flats. Anything. Yeah. Anything. <laughs> I make them into flats. If you, like, break off the heels of shoes, could you make them into flats? No, no. No, it would be an uneven break. It would be hard. Oh. And they still wouldn't technically be flats, but no, it would be uneven. Um, I went to, Stan and I went to a dinner party. Stan's her boyfriend. You okay. We call him Stan. It's, it's fine. Um, His name is it's Steve. It's not. It's, yeah, Steve. <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, we went to a, we went to a dinner party at, uh, Joe Mazzello's house who played Timmy on Jurassic Park and I there were so many questions that were just I was like (laughs) I want to hear and then as after Stan and I left he was like oh I didn't even give you a tour of his house he has uh, the miniature velociraptors Steven Spielberg gave everybody in the film and he's like oh and he has like in his guest bedroom and I was like yeah I want to have you seen his Twitter whose Twitter his Twitter Joseph Mazzello it's hilarious oh really he basically just responds to Remember when I was chased by a dinosaur? It's like all about dinosaurs. Oh, that's amazing. It's really funny. And all about how he, like, you survived dinosaur attacks. Yeah. yeah. That's like, really funny. Yeah. Now I need to start. Yeah. Um, anyway. Uh, anyway, so they're playing we? around the table, and the little shit kid is playing with some clay thing, and he's, like, pounding it and pounding well, it. Well, like, all the doing... kids are building something, yeah. and he, the little shitty Norman goes yeah. around the table one by one, and he's like, poof, poof, and oh. he's pounding them all. Mm-hmm. And then... Without skipping a beach, Rose just kind of looks at him and then with her own fist pounds his pounds clay. His. And yeah. then she's like, that was fun. What else should we do? And then like, she goes off not and Dorothy and Blanche have a little conversation and, and Dorothy's all like, you know, you have to have, or Blanche says you have to have the mind of a child in order to understand children or but something. But before that happens, um, Rose goes over to Dorothy who's uh, has two strollers in front of her. Shaking them profusely. <laughs> she is shaking them a bit hard. Yes. <laughs> as if she doesn't understand her own strength. As if she's having like a sort of of, of mice and men Lenny moment where she doesn't realize that she can crush a rabbit with her I'm sorry, giant bear paw. Um, but she uh, but Rose says you know, she's like, oh, why are you, you know, why are you talking to the babies? Uh, do they, you know, they don't understand you. And Rose basically is like, you know, babies only understand other babies. And then she sort of has a side comment where she says like, you know, and other, you know, other beings of this universe, whatever, which for a second made me think, is this like a third rock from the sun situation yeah. where Rose is actually an alien trying to live amongst the humans? Too far, Carrie. Because it would kind of make sense with all of her weird St. Olaf stories, because remember, anytime 
time, like John Lithgow or uh, what's his nuts, French Stewart or Kristen Johnson. Whenever they would tell a story about their planet, and it was always so weird, but they were like, oh, back where we come from. I don't know. Mm. I just, I had a lot of thoughts, and I was like, I would not be surprised if Rose was a fucking alien. I think you've been watching too much TV. (laughs) Yeah. Wait. That is, that. That's such a vague statement. It's not like, is. oh, you've been watching too much that way it covers Third Rock everything. from the Sun. <laughs> uh, let us know in the mini episode, also, guys. Also, why think are you Rogue watching so much Third Rock from the Sun? That show stopped being good after two years. Well, it's on Netflix, first of all. Yeah. And I went back and I started watching. because the, the first two seasons are good. They're, yeah, they're really good. I don't yeah. think I watched it after the first two seasons. Exactly. When the young um, kid had real long hair. Yes. Oh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt? Yes. Yeah. It's oh, such a crush I, on him. Me too. When I was a teenager, I was like, oh, I bet his dick is so skinny. Ew. But he was like, you want a specific thing that he was like 12, though. I was like 12. Oh, my gosh. I guess, but I was also 12, but I didn't think of it in like, I wasn't thinking about his dick. I was just like, oh, oh, I, I would was like, I would like to, thinking about his I dick. would like to kiss him. <laughs> I didn't think about anyone's dick till I was like 27. Well, but <laughs> are you, about you're not dick. wanting dicks. Like, no, we're probably you thinking, still think about you were probably thinking about Small Wonder's boobies at some point. What was, I never thought about. I, I can imagine. Me, I mean, I don't want to generalize girls, but I can see them not necessarily wanting to think about Joseph Gordon Levin's dick. I mean, I do think some girls did, and if you did, you better leave a comment on this episode. <laughs> you better tell us something about his dick, because I was. Um, but I imagined it to be because he was so lanky that it was like really thin, you know, but he probably had a nice bed of hair above it and like the testicles were really prominent. You oh. have thought about yeah. this a lot. <laughs> wow. Prominent testicles. Literally every gay guy listening to this podcast right now is going to be like, I remember that too. <laughs> gay fellas, uh, let us know in the mini episode. How if important this is are prominent testicles to you? Is what I was I saying. mean... Pretty important. On your, on your Depending upon the bed of the dick. I mean, they really are the <laughs> bed of the dick. Like, they're, like, when someone's laying down, it's like, wow, like, the testicles, like, present the dick. Uh-huh. I've never, I don't They're, like, uplighting for, yeah. for your dick. Yeah, it's like an accessory for your dick. <laughs> you know? To make it more attractive. This is my favorite conversation. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Rose, so Blanche says you have to have the mind of a child in order to think like a child, and then Rose comes out. And she's With banging a drum, and she's doing a yes. thing, and they're all like, okay, she's small-minded. Yes, but <laughs> yes. there's also a moment where Blanche, I forget the context of it, but as Blanche is standing there talking to Dorothy, she says, I was the only girl in the fifth grade with a boyfriend who had a fake ID, which mm. means when Blanche was 10 or 11 I years old... I think old, you're taking it too far. I think, I know where you're going with it, and I don't think it's sexual. I think she, when she says fake ID, she's probably talking about cigarettes, or she's probably talking about, you know, because... One could hope. Yeah. Okay, but let's, still, let's say she, to be, to look old enough to be able to buy cigarettes, you've got to be, what, like 15? Come on, yeah. 15? Yeah. So mm-hmm. she's 10 years old, dating a 15-year-old? That's disgusting. Yeah. I mean... Or, like, you could be, you know, 20. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which yeah. is even more gross. Yeah. I mean, I'm being, I'm yeah. just saying, they just kind of glossed over that. I feel like they wrote the joke and they didn't actually do the math. Yeah. I feel like every episode of this is like, all right, how many sex jokes can we give Blanche? Yep. And we just, we pack it in. We how don't awkward cut any can we make this? <laughs> right? yeah. Anyway, I'm just saying, I thought about that. So let's get to the heart of this episode okay. because so it, it gets really juicy after it gets, this. It gets deep. Deep? It gets deep. <laughs> 
So all the kids are gone except for this one baby named Emily. Who is played by Jessica Keenan Wynn. Um, I bet she changed that and her real last name is Wayne and she decided to yeah. not be a Jessica Keenan Wayne. Because it sounds like um, Keenan Ivory Wayans. Yes. Why so, would you want to distance yourself? I mean, I she's agree. white. Uh, so, and she's a beautiful girl. You should go check her out on her IMDb. Gorgeous. But... Beautiful so, but eyes. also, we don't Those even. Eyes. She's got very pretty eyes. But here's the thing: <laughs> Ooh, she kind of looks like Bryce Dallas Howard. Oh, um, a little bit like Bryce Dallas Howard that had an eight for a week. But we don't see that actual baby until like almost toward the end of the episode. Yeah, so, for a second. And we only see her for a second. So we could probably message her. Let me see if I can. We, find her. You, guys talk. you see if you can find her. So we get her here before the end of the episode. <laughs> yeah, <that's amazing. laughs> yeah. This is Los Angeles, the place where it's easy to get from A to B. Uh, uh, or a baby, right? Without traffic. On um, the show. So, um, I would love to get her on this show. <laughs> so, the, so this little girl was dropped off. Her parents haven't come back yet, and they're starting to get just a little concerned. Yeah. Um, Sophia comes back for from the race. Tells an epic story. Tells an epic story. People are chanting her name, <laughs> Sophia, Sophia. Like, not, not the easiest name to chant. No. 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 At all. No. It's m- many syllables. It's got like two yeah. and a half syllables. Um, but she says, uh, she's, she's relaying the, the race and how epic it was and everybody was cheering for her. And then, and then that one thing happened that everyone had dreads. I hit the wall and Dorothy's like, you ran out of steam. And she's like, no, I literally hit a wall. They put up a Wendy's. <laughs> Which she, I, I love, of course she did. I would have loved if she said like, oh yeah, and I went in and got a frosty. I loved Wendy's frosty. Uh, yeah. Cause you couldn't French suck fry. them. You had no, to like have you a thing and you put the fries in. So good. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, Why was that never like a publicized, like everyone did yeah, They should have put it in the commercial. They should have yeah, made a commercial. Yeah. Everyone did it. Yeah. Yeah. It was like the underground way to enjoy drinks. Yeah. <laughs> they the really should. Movement. Yeah. Yeah. So also it's kind of funny. Like she ran into a, Presumably, like a brick or a cement. Well, I mean, does, is anybody is anybody scared? She's that she making might have up a this entire story. Oh yeah, <laughs> you think so? She didn't hit any wall. Do you think she even ran the no! race? No, she she cut corners and probably stopped at a gas station. Do to you get a think treat. she just like called a cab and yes, had to take yeah. her to the finish yes, line? It's all a lie. <laughs> but it's an amazing lie. Uh, it's Sophia's lie. Yeah. Okay. So so then Sophia brings up the possibility that possibly this baby has been abandoned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. So now, then we cut to, it's later in the evening, the yes. women are getting more worried. Uh, no, we, we should say, though, that the child um, is fussy with both Rose and Dorothy, and they're just beyond their wits, And but when Blanche holds the baby, mm-hmm. it's, it's she's calm. Yeah. And she's, yeah, so yeah. she likes her. Yeah, she likes the baby, yeah. and uh, or the baby likes Blanche. And Blanche um, likes the baby. And Blanche likes the baby. It's so they have um, they have two options. They the, they can either wait for Children's Protective Services to come uh, after forty eight hours, or they can take the baby to the, Into police, the police station. Yes. Um, surrender so, the child. Surrender the child. So yeah. I think they basically decide to hold on to her. Rose tells a story about a time she was almost abandoned. She was nine. It was the last night of the Deep Root Vegetable Festival, and she was pulling yams out of the ground with her teeth. Will someone please <laughs> make a list of every yam festival, hog calling festival, herring war? Well, somebody just make a list of all the weird shit that Rose has attended. All the festivals, the contests, the competitions. Or if the, you know of a deep root festival that maybe Carrie and I should go to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah somebody. We could do a live recording. Of I, the deep root if I had a, if I had, if I went on Etsy and someone had a fake calendar, like a fake Saint Olafian calendar. Mm-hmm. 
that yeah. just had every single day laid out. You're like, getting so many people ideas. History right now. of the Great Herring War, just everything. I mean, that's something. I mean, I would frame it. I would put it up. I would yeah. send one to Betty things. White. Yeah. I, I, it's, it's a lot of research. I We're very busy. You at the at the heart of all these. I things. could yeah. I could do it. I got, I got a lot of coals in the fire right now this with my career. Um, <laughs> I think I I feel like meta Golden Girls jokes are amazing. Those yes. are the things that I love. Um, so um, oh, and then after Rose tells the story, Dorothy has a great line where she says, "Rose." Have you been washing the fruit off before you eat it? <laughs> Which I think is a great line. So they decide to go to the all-night grocery store to get a couple of supplies mm-hmm. for um, for little Emily because they don't have any diapers or anything. Yes, and then again, Rose tells a weird story about um, and um, oh, because they were she talked they talk about getting groceries for the baby. Yes, and, at the all-night store, and she says, "How late is it open?" Yes, this yes. is all night, but. Uh, they say like, oh, babies can't, you know, but babies can't eat food. They, they only have two teeth. And Rose says something about her uncle who could only, who had two teeth and who could eat oh, corn yeah. on the cob. But then whatever got into his lap, they would turn it into cream corn, yeah. and then he would eat that later. Yeah. Gross. Yes, it's very gross. Uh, there was actually but, a moment where the crowd didn't even respond. Yeah. The canned laughter didn't even respond. But it's a great way of you know eating everything. Not wasted. But they make, I know, but they do it off his pants. Yeah. It's like, ugh. Haven't you ever ate anything off your pants? I mean, no. Like, if you drop a thing. I think it's like adding later to the sentence made it weird. (laughs) Yeah. So, but the women come back from the grocery store with jarred baby food. And I believe this baby. I think this baby's older than you think. Okay. Because if this, because we find out at the end of the episode. (laughs) We find out at the end of the episode that the child. At least is nine months old. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Well, I mean, but we, you know, so we know. So if, I don't know when a baby can start eating solid food, but I think it's like six month mark. Hmm. Okay, maybe. Yeah. So I okay. think this child's actually okay. older than we. You're think. right. You're right. Yeah. Um. And so the the women sort of talk about like if you know if we had to could we raise another child? Yeah. And Blanche, this is where we sort of see what's at the heart of the episode, which is Blanche saying that, like, you know, when her kids were growing up, they had a nanny. They liked the nanny better. Mm-hmm. They would run to her on Christmas morning. Even when they were adults, they liked her more. Um, and she says, you know, when the top comes, somebody's going to be there for Emily. <laughs> so she's basically, like... She's committing to she's it. She's committing to it. And it, that she's, you know, she left someone else to sort of raise her kids. <laughs> you know, she, and I don't think it's very, like, I, in a weird, small way, related to it. Because recently I had a situation where... A, a very dear friend of mine who I don't know very well. I really only know of the internet, but we met once and twice. And uh, and he is from China, and he was worried about his visa not getting accepted that his company sponsored him for, and it wound up not getting accepted. So he has to move back to China, and it's oh, a man. whole thing of like, you know, he's here? gay and like he's been here for a couple of years now, and he worked so hard to get to the, a job to get here to get a visa to stay, so he wouldn't have to marry a woman in China and like mm-hmm. do what his family wants him to do as the only boy. And now he's gonna have to go back. And so I was like, I've only met this person once, but I would, I would marry him hmm. to give him to stay here. You know, yeah. we could figure out the arrangement because I'm single as fuck. And so like, yeah. But what about your life for the rest of that? But that's only gonna last for a couple of years, and then he get a he'll get his green card. He'll be, be safe. He'll be fine, and then uh-huh. we can get a divorce. Like, it's Just like a nice divorce. Yeah. Like a Sunday. But like, a nice do divorce. something good for somebody else. But you that's know, true. we decided not to do that. But. Still, like, it's... So, I I can understand sometimes life throws things at you and you have to make very quick, brash, heartfelt decisions. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Like keep a baby. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so exactly. guys, four to six months, babies can start eating solid food. Oh, okay. you Googled it. Good. Googled See? It. Okay, then perfect. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Um, 
The prop baby is in this episode was very distracting. Very stiff. Yeah. They, very stiff prop baby. It was a very stiff prop baby. It was covered in blankets and Pink it was blanket. it was like they had a doll whose it's the arms were sort of up. <laughs> but yeah, it was like and this is Real terrible to say, but it was like a rigor mortis baby. It was like its limbs oh, were just Oh, and then she just talked to a dead baby the whole right? time. Right? I was like when this what? No, 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 no. But it's <laughs> But that's what's distracting about prop babies. They don't. You they really don't move. Really, are not a kid person. They're stiff. <laughs> All I'm saying is, prop babies are very distracting. You know what I mean? Like, just get a ba- get a set of twins well, for the episode. You can't because of hours worked or something. That's why you get twins or triplets. Yeah. True. Oh. Yeah. True. Yeah. So I mean, look at look at. Uh, Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen. That's what they did because those girls were like yeah. a year old or less than a year old when they started on that show. You get twins, you commit. Because well, because babies only have a certain amount of hours. I think two hours or something. They can, they can only work, work a, a certain amount of hours. Yeah. Yes, child labor laws. Yeah. Um, pieces of shit. Then they go back to the trailers. Yes. Shit all over. The place. Oh yeah. Make your millions and shit yeah. everywhere. <laughs> um, Mary Kate so, and Ashley Olsen literally got millions of dollars to poop. Yeah. I well, I don't think they—they weren't making millions. <laughs> they weren't making millions of dollars. Hey, Mary on that Kate, show. look, I'm shitting in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> That's not funny, Ashley. They—they—they they were not. Carrie's trying so on. hard not to laugh. They were not making millions of dollars when they were on that show. By the way, I, but no, they not necessarily from that show, but. From other things while they were on the show, yes, they were like three, four years old. They had all these other spinoff projects. They had spinoff. Pro- okay, but that's three, four years. I mean, no, not and even when they were four three years year old, old. Shits in their pants. No, they were not three. They were maybe like seven. No. At the time they did their first. No, 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 all right, no, no, no. you look up the I'm first look that up, Mary honey. Kate and Ashley, whatever. You look it up. We live in a great time. Um, yes. We just have all this information. So we really do. Because we, we would have thought about this for hours <laughs> if it was the eighties. Yeah, have you found baby Emily's contact information yet? Add that to your fucking list. So I have. I found her on Facebook. Great. We'll message her when this is done. So Emily's dad shows up. This jabroni Finally. walks in. At first, I was upset, and I think like I'm glad that Dorothy reacted the same way that he did. He's just kind of like, "Hey, uh, I'm here for Emily," and and Dorothy's like, "Where the hell have you been?" And yeah. I'm like, "Thank you, someone," because he's just so like, "Hey, yeah, I'm here to pick up my kid." Like. <laughs> Like, hey, thanks. You guys were uh, holding my newspaper for me next door. You got my mail. Yeah. Um, I just sobered up. Yeah, she's like... <laughs> wouldn't it be great? I mean, it wouldn't be great because obviously that would be tragic. But if that was... If he everything he said was just a lie and he was yeah. just so drunk. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, he was like, oh, I'm going to go run in this race. And then he, like, went to Atlantic City or something or went, I don't know, whatever oh, the, the South's equivalent is. Yeah. The actor that... Oh, continue talking. That's fine. Um, so he just shows up and... He was like, no, 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 I, I called. I talked to a woman who said she was, like, the triathlon champion. <laughs> uh, and, I, and, I said that, and I said that I was going to be running late because my wife just had triplets. Which means that there's, a, there's a, maybe a 10-month-old child, right? Yeah. 10-month-old child in, in their house. Mm-hmm. And then nine months, they have four babies now. Yes, but it's not As if least. they've planned... You know, it's well, not as if they, they should because there are things called family planning <laughs> items that they. Could no, what I'm saying use. is, it's not as if they planned on having triplets. They probably. Uh, they probably no. They probably were just like, oh, we're gonna have two kids now. Here's so here's here's my issue. That's all or nothing. Here's my issue. This guy has a wife who's <clears throat> about to go into labor, 
And he's just like, oh, I'm going to go do this walk-a-thon. I don't know. I just feel like if your wife is carrying triplets and she's ready to pop, you kind of want to be there. Unless you have a strong emotional attachment to the charity. Mm-hmm. <sighs> what That's really the AIDS? only reason. They all have yeah. AIDS. The family of AIDS triplets. We got to at least go to the walkathon, is what they say that morning. <laughs> I'm such just, a horrible person. I just wonder. <laughs> I mean, now I'm thinking of the song from Team America, the Rent song, where he's like, they're like, AIDS, 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 <laughs> and it's all just, we all have AIDS. Um, it's the song. It's sung by puppets to make it seem less, so you disconnect a little. Um, <laughs> so, this guy's just like, yeah, I'm Emily's dad. My wife just had triplets. Never ID'd the person. No. They don't. They basically... No call from the official runner's place or no. whatever the, the organizers. No. Down. So, we, this man just shows up. This man could have murdered Emily's parents. Yeah. Yeah. And then this shows up because been, he wants a baby you know for his thought? own wife who's barren. Less <laughs> dramatic. You know what I thought? <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought... Like, sort of a Lifetime TV movie situation where, so we know, this is going to be true detective, guys, so we know <laughs> that Dorothy called the police, right, mm-hmm. to report that this child is, has been, possibly been abandoned, and the police told her something to do. Well, the man who answered the phone call might have been someone, in, like, like in Raising Arizona, would have been like, oh, there's a child available. Mm-hmm. Boom. There's a child available at this house, so what if I pretend? be the child's father. Huh. Get it. Spoiler alert get, from Raising Arizona. Get the baby. If you haven't seen Raising Arizona, you really should change your priorities. <laughs> um, and you, you get the baby, take it back to his girlfriend. They raise it. 20 years later, little Emily realizes that no, she was kidnapped. Hmm. That's not her father. And then she finds Dorothy, Dorothy's estate, goes to the gay center that B. Arthur left money for, and she realizes, oh, B. Arthur could have saved me. Yeah. But didn't. That's, but didn't. Wait, I'm sorry. Before you gave that conclusion, <laughs> did you say less dramatic or less dark? <laughs> well, because what you said less was murdery. Or, or it could have definitely been her father without question, because who dropped the kid off? Yeah. Did the True. guy drop the kid off? Oh, you're right. Same yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or it's just a great guess from a fucking crazy person. Hey, I'm going to knock on this door, hope that they've been running You're right, illegal. he would have dropped her off. That's a great point. Hey, it's me, the guy who brought this kid here in the first place. <laughs> Thank you for letting us divulge our craziest theories. Yeah, no worries, I'm going to get going, but this is nice. <laughs> We're like, true detective, you're like, no... Um, there so, is a really funny line though, where um, where he says uh, when he announces that he had triplets, Dorothy fucking spins on, turns on heel, and throws a one eighty because she's like, "Where have you been?" No, and then he says the thing. Say, she says, "Where the hell have you been?" Well, yeah. Yes, yeah. Really but then he said, "So then he's like, oh, my wife just had triplets." She goes, "Oh, what are they?" <laughs> and Rose goes, "It's that's when three babies are born at the same time." <laughs> Which, I, 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 you know I love a good rose it's joke. It's perfect. Um, it was so, so perfect. So he takes the baby away, and they, they all kind of settle in. He, does, but he doesn't even act like he's happy to see his kid. He's just like, oh, I'm here to get my kid. My wife had triplets. Okay, bye. And, and he's, he's just probably like, thinking of the rolls ridiculous the amount of money that he's now lost because of four infants in his house. Yeah. Also, why didn't he say, he didn't thank them at any point. He didn't apologize. He's going to send a very nice thank you. <laughs> no, he's going to be too busy because now he has four kids. Ham. But you know, I think that he should have been like, you know, I'm so so sorry for the inconvenience. Thank you so much for watching my child yeah, for an entire day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, please let me do something for you. Oh, here's my baby. Hi, sweetie. So good to see you. He doesn't do you even want to check keep on this his baby? child. I have three others now. Yeah. He doesn't even like nothing. Nothing. Yeah. It's Zero like emotional. it's like you know what they they watched your baby. Mm-hmm. Don't be a douche. Like mm-hmm. take a second. Yes. Um. So of course, Blanche. Blanche has one of. 
the sweetest Blanche moments. There, there are nuggets throughout this series. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm thinking of when when Rose thinks she has AIDS, um, <laughs> but Blanche has some very very touching heart to heart. And Blanche has those touching heart to heart moments throughout the uh, throughout the season series. Uh, but in this episode, she's in the kitchen and she's calling her daughter Janet just to come for a visit. And she's saying things like, you know, we'll be available next weekend. And you can tell on the by the way the conversation's going that Janet, who you know has always kind of blamed her mother for being very distant and not being there for her when she was a child. Um, yes, we should say that. Well, first, before she makes that phone call, she says to the women like this was my last chance to prove I could be a good mother. Yeah. And that's when she goes into and the... She goes in and then and she goes in. Which yeah. was a bit much. I well, think. yeah, but earlier in the episode, she had indicated that she never she never was a good mom. She never had the opportunity to really be there for a child. Right, but this theater. isn't, like, her chance yeah. to do that. Because maybe, maybe it's an awakening. Maybe it's an awakening for her to be there for her kids, even in their adult years. Yeah. Oh, no, definitely you know? that. But it's definitely not her chance no. to be there for no. this kid. Yes. No, that kid... Gone. And, and we had actually asked her too if, and we'll get back to what she says because it is a very, very sweet monologue. That I mean, to me, that was like there should have been a for your Emmy consideration flashing at the, the bottom well, of the screen. She won, this, this is the year she won the Emmy. Is this the year? Yeah. I, I guarantee you, this was the clip that they sent in. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, I feel like it. I don't know. It could have been. It might have been the previous um, episode. She's pretty funny in that. But I was asking because I was like, Janet. You know, we've met Becky. Do we ever meet Janet? So I looked her up, and she's mentioned throughout the series. Um, as basically like the girl, you know, the, yeah. the one daughter that she doesn't have a great relationship with. But we don't actually physically meet her until I think the last season because it was in 1992 for Home Again Rose Part 1 and Home Again Rose Part 2. She gets artificially inseminated. No. Y- uh, yes, I believe she's the one that gets artificially inseminated, yes. Yes, she is. right? Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, so. Uh, we have a very LA conversation. Yeah. On the yes. phone, I noticed. Yeah. Like, I'd love to come next week. Oh, uh, next week? It's probably. I'd love for you to. I'm at Coachella next week. <laughs> it's very. Well, it's one of those things where if you are if you see a friend and you're like, let's get together and have drinks sometime. Oh, yeah, definitely. If you then say, Saturday. pull out your phone and yeah. go, what are you doing next Saturday? Mm-hmm. When you do that in person, because it's it's one of those things where I think for some people, you just say it, and then if it happens, great, but if it doesn't, but I'll trap my friends when yeah, they're yeah, like, yeah. I'm like, great, what are you doing mm-hmm. next week? As if I need to check yeah. off, because you know, you go a while without seeing friends. That's yeah. the only way that you could do it, because there's a way out of everything. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. oh yeah. It's so oh, yeah. easy to not want to do something Definitely. for some reason. It's much easier. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Same, yeah. shitty about it all yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I've, I'm not kidding. I've with friends have we've we've mutually canceled. Two, I was supposed to see a friend last night, but it was you know pouring outside, uh-huh. and we were just, we could have done anything. We were like, oh, we're gonna go hike, and then it was like, well, the weather's crappy. We should both probably stay inside yeah. <laughs> instead of like let's go to a movie. Yeah. And then the same thing tonight. We're supposed to have a game night with friends, and it was like, oh, one guy can't make it, and it's like, well, let's just try to reschedule. And it's like, is it ever gonna happen? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it will. I don't know. It will. Yeah. So Blanche has this beautiful conversation with her daughter, where she's basically saying like, you can tell the other end that Janet's being very sort of passive and doesn't is not really going out of her way to accommodate her mother's wish to go visit her. Yeah, she's then, busy. I've got this going yeah, on. Yeah, and then Blanche finally says, well, when works for you? And then all of a sudden the tone shifts and you can tell that Janet says, come this weekend. And Well, no, I think there's a, before that it shifts, because she says, you know, well, what's a good time for you? And she's kind of listening like, oh, okay, I understand. Almost as if she's like, yeah, I don't, mom, I don't really know. But then, oh, she's, and then she said we don't have anything to talk about on the other end of the line. Yeah. Or probably said, we don't have anything to talk about 
and then Rose. Uh, Blanche. Blanche, sorry. Yeah. It's was okay. like, oh, I think we have a lot to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think it's yeah. like, yeah. And it gets to a point where it's a very sweet, and she, you know, she says she loves her, and it's just a sweet moment of... And she tears up. She does and it's, tear you know, up. And, I, and I'll see you next week, darling. I love you. Like, it's very... <laughs> I love you, Janet. Yeah, that's what I love you, Janet. Yeah. Okay, bye-bye, baby. Like, it's very... It's very sweet. Yeah, it's very, it's very, very sweet. Yeah. Um, but, of course, we don't... Sometimes we end on the sweetness, and I thought this was where the episode was going to end, uh, but then we go back into the living room, and... Um, uh, Sophia asks Dorothy for twenty dollars. Uh, Wait, this no, that happened before this. Oh, does it? Oh, yeah. you're right. I'm yeah. sorry. We just missed it. Did we end on the sweetness? Yeah, we ended did on we? the sweetness. Yes. Oh, but but we but did. Before... We did. Sophia had a throwaway bit where she was she was asking. Oh, I wouldn't call it a throwaway <laughs> bit. I'd call it a genius scam I artist. I mean, it's a scam thing, but it has zero relevance. Oh, to it the has episode. zero relevance. Like it has no point <laughs> to the story. It's cute. Whatsoever. Basically, she tells she gets Rose to give her twenty dollars so she can, she can uh, compete exactly in the next Olympics, and Rose gives her the money and goes. I, I look I'll forward to watching for you. you. I'll be rooting for you. And Sophia passes by Dorothy and goes like, call Ingrid. Tell her I'm going to make it to bingo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like... She fucking just steals money. But I yeah. mean, it's like, So good at it. She's so good at it. She's like, she Italian. She was a Higgins boy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but that's the episode. At the end of Blanche's Call. That's the end of the episode. Very sweet. Very yes, touching. I it loved is. it. Yeah, I loved it too. Yeah, it was very sweet. It was a sweet, sweet episode. It's nice. I could have used more Ariana Richards. But I mean, my I, favorite baby episode she had her time. of the Golden Girls is the Mr. Sandman. I love yes. it when they <laughs> When they fucking, yeah. Yeah, it's, it it's one of my one favorite, of favorite episodes. Yeah. Uh, so, Mike, at the end of every episode, we mm-hmm. have a golden takeaway. It's a nugget of inspiration that you can apply to yourself or to the listeners yep. taken from the episode. We'll start so you have um, a couple examples of what to say. Sure. Uh, so my golden takeaway from this episode is I need to turn you into a baby person, Carrie. Hmm. Um, that's my golden takeaway. <laughs> Wait, I think. like you need to turn me into a baby person? Yeah, because I, I feel very invested in yours and Stan's relationship, <laughs> and I feel that I will make a great uncle to your child someday, and that if you, like, possibly move into Stan's place and, like, you could convert the office into a nursery, and I could help with that, and I could really sort of make you the loving parent that I know you can be. You're just not there yet. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> there is a lot of deep stuff going on yeah. in this episode, yeah. both in the episode itself and in my personal life. Yes. Um, <laughs> I, I, I love kids, and I do think I'm good with kids. Golden takeaway, Carrie. Just stick with the tone. Okay. <laughs> You're going off brand. My... Golden takeaway is um, if you are an alien and you are living amongst real people, Rosen Island, um, try to try to blend in a little bit better. <laughs> Make it a little like less. try to blend. Try to be a little more normal. I'm not saying that us us humans like you shouldn't try to be normal. Be weird. That's great. You don't have anything to hide. If yeah. you're an alien. Try to be normal. Sure. I'm going to mm. shut my laptop because I feel like Drop that's... Drop that mic. I'm dropping the mic. Drop that, that mic. That was a great... That's that's even better than dropping the mic. Yeah. That's, that breaks nothing. That's closing. I've, I've closed the laptop a few times when that's I've like had saying, a really finite point on my like golden takeaway. I feel like I should go now because oh, that's no, the should. best ending. No, you should When you, you do go. that, you, it's, like, it's like when someone says like, 
period. But it never really is period because they keep talking after that. When they say, like, period. Talk about how much of a good yeah, it was. I hate that. Can we do this? Could you open open it back up again? And then when I'm done, you can close it again? Oh, yeah, do that. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, so you can end my point for me. Great. My point is, if you have a bunch of friends, okay, there's usually at least one person in that group where you need to be like, you got to think about your life mm. a little bit. You need to have some introspective... Yeah. All right, you need to you need to get a grip on what's going on. Take a look at your past. Come to Jesus. See how it affects your future. Sure. Yeah. You leave a kid at that person's house. <laughs> Go ahead. There period. <laughs> period. That's what you he do. He didn't ask you to say period. I <laughs> put it in there. I put it in there. That's like a double negative. <laughs> no, it's not. It's adding on to the quotes. I don't no know. It would be a uh, ellipsis. Mike. That's a great golden Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Lovely episode. I want to um, watch more. You should. You should yeah. watch Come more. Come over anytime. Okay. And we'll watch lots Mike, of Mike, you also right. have a podcast. I do have a podcast. And your Tell podcast is it. called? Uh, it's just me and my fiance sitting on the floor uh, talking about things. And it's so Somehow always entertaining. Like I just wait for it to not be good anymore. Can we do it? Oh, absolutely. Great. Hundred percent. It's always better when we see. This is what we should do to get on podcast. (laughs) Oh, we we put them on the spot. Did you or did you not just hear him say it's a podcast where my fiance and I? And but he did not say the words, and a guest. Listen, we haven't always been fiancés. We have guests on all yeah, the time. Yeah, we would make good guests. Yeah, it's called Welcome to Our Podcast. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. And you also have a wonderful YouTube channel. Hey, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's Mike Falzone. That's your YouTube channel, yes. right? That's your yeah. handle. And yep. uh, and it's great. And you just, like, cover everyday stuff with your, like, wonderful, lovely commentary. I try to be helpful and entertaining simultaneously. Yeah, and I think it works. And you have a book. Yeah. See you. You see so you are worthy of all these these uh, hyphens. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So, so you guys change my Twitter. Soak in all of my. Uh, it's like a book of kind of tongue in cheek life advice, and mm-hmm. it's called Never Stop Shutting Up. A book of advice and other things you didn't ask for, and it's just a fun thing to read while you're pooping. Fun. Yeah. Is there any advice in there about acting normal when you're an alien, like behaving in a like? Yeah, a lot of things about just like take a kid. Blend in, take a kid. Blend in. <laughs> Blend in, take a kid. Yeah. Alien handbook. Well, guys, we can guarantee that in his book, Atticus Finch is not a racist, so go get it. No, um, it's true. And guys, thanks so much for listening. You, if you are listening to this today, the day that this podcast comes out. Tuesday, Tuesday July 21st. 21st. That means, and you are in the Los Angeles area, or if you have friends that are in the Los Angeles area, you should come to Nerd Melt. It's the Nerdist showroom at Meltdown Comics, and we are having this podcast live. Yes, it is a live podcast. Elliot Glazer, Johnny McGovern, a.k.a. the gay pimp, and uh, who's going to be doing some Golden Girls songs, which is amazing. Yes. And Lenora Claire is going to be bringing some Golden Girls memorabilia. Memorabilia from the show, which I'm going to do a really hard time not to steal because she's a lovely person. And we're going to have cheesecake. We're going to have cheesecake. Uh, Nine o'clock, we are going to be watching Forgive Me, Father, which is one of our favorite episodes where Dorothy dates the priest and looks like the mother of a solid gold dancer. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and come, uh, or tell your friends to come if you know people in L.A. Yes, and uh, you can uh, follow me, Carrie Doherty, at CarrieDoherty.com. Uh, Squiddy, Squid on Twitter, Squidzy on Instagram. And I'm H. Allen Scott on everything. And, um, <laughs> of course, once this episode goes up, you guys can go to outonthelanai.com slash discuss, D-I-S-Q-U-S. Uh, look for the title of today's episode, and then there was one. And leave us your questions and comments about anything about this episode. Do you guys think Rose was an alien? 
is Blanche. No one thinks Rose is an alien. I guarantee you I'm not the only one on that. Every single time we have an argument and the the people, the fans weigh in. Don't get off your high horse, you kid-hating woman. (laughs) I wish you were were a laptop so I could slam your face shut. (laughs) Oh, that was such a mom thing to say. See, I am going to be a good mom. You're a great mom, yeah. Um... My mom used to say shit like that. She'd be like, you slam that door, I'll slam your face. I'm like, what does that even mean? I slam texting, my face? I was texting people the other night at a party being like, if you don't come to this party, I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> oh my it got God. people there. Well. Everyone showed up. Everyone was sweating. Yeah. Uh, and you guys can always uh, go to outonthelanai.com or uh, follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Podcast. Yep. As always, thank you guys so, so much for listening. Uh, keep your questions and your comments coming because it's really, really fun talking to you guys every week. And in the meantime, stay golden. I'm sweating so much. Shine my sand by the miles, Miami.